transform you in the I hate a storm. Hell Marys, I make it poor. Good, I ain't lying. You little giants, we've been defying. Rice. What's the cost? Speed of boss, breaking down the walls. We all in once the coin gets tossed. Got the plan of action, never acting. No need to scramble to get traction. We make it happen. From three fours to four three. The founder of Slapdick Podcast, Slapdick uh, Whiskey, Slapdick Cigars, and the author of uh, Hate Me Now, Love Me Later. Ladies and gentlemen, Coach Jason Brown. Straight, no chaser, real raw and uncut. Coach, every time you come on, I laugh, I learn something, and then I fear that somebody's going to be. Incredibly pissed off with what you said. All around hustler. Make no mistake about it. I've done this a long time. Try to eliminate this soft society we have. There's legend roaming around. Hey, me now, love me later, like my book says. This was presented by Slapdick Whiskey. Hey, Hell yeah. Hey, Slapdick yeah. Whiskey's good, so are the Stogies. Some real talk, real good flavor on these things, and the burn is excellent. Beautiful burn. Okay. Yes, sir. That big whiskey, that big cigars. Be true to yourself and see if, if if some shit changes for the for the worse or for the better. They asked me to do a podcast. They said let's call it the Slapstick Podcast. What up? What up? What up? Hate me now, love me later. Podcast on this great fine Monday, August first. We're in the first day of the month. Hope all can hear me well. How's everybody doing? We're hitting the week. We had a great weekend. A lot, a lot of shit going on. Uh, it was hot and muggy. I had to go do an event uh, down towards San Diego. It was cool. And then I was back at the house with the slapdick bullies. But we're here on the 1st of August, 2022. The year is flying by. Uh, shout out to my boy Jeremiah Maxwell in the chat. He sent me a bunch of salmon from Alaska. Shout out to him. I'm going to have to get on that damn shit this week and have to smoke it. I've been smoking everything in the drum smoker, man. This shit is fire. It is, uh, I'm getting, I'm, I'm learning how to use it more and more and more. So we're here on this fine, hate me now, love me later, menace Monday. Let me get you started. Zach Smith will join us in about 15 minutes as we're on the menace Monday. We're going to talk all things football, college, pro, you name it, we name it. We're going to talk it all about football today with me and Zach. Plus, I got all kinds of real talk banter, of course, and uh, as normal, you know me. But let me get you started with the slapdick uh, quote of the day on this fine Hate Me Now, Love Me Later episode brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Head on over to BetOnline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Tell them I sent you. Get 50% off welcome bonus first deposit. MMA was big this past weekend. I lost my ass on Nunes. She ended up beating the shit out of the girl, and I bet on the other girl as a shocker to win me some money. I lost that bet, but it is what it is. BetOnline.ag has all the bets, plus Vegas games, casino games, blackjack, and you name it. They got it, plus we got to live golf in full effect. My boy Pat Perez wrapped up another nine hundred grand in a three-day weekend. And they won. The Four Aces won the Live Tournament again. You can also bet on betonline.ag. Plus, baseball's in full swing. San Diego Padres just got a good pitcher from the Milwaukee Brewers. all uh, An all-star pitcher. So you might as well bet on his ass too so they can lose to the Dodgers any, at the end of the day anyway. BetOnline is where the game starts. What up, Oos? What up, what up, what up? Appreciate it all. Um... Everybody joining us. Zach Smith will join us in about 15 minutes. Yeah, I got after some pulled pork last night. I, put, I, I, I did a roast butt, man, a butt roast right out shoulder, big, about six-pound shoulder. 
And uh, it came out fire, man. About four hours on, no foil. Got to about 160, 165 degrees. Pulled it off, threw it in the foil. Got it up to about 205, 203. And that shit fell right off the damn bone. Uh, incredible tasting. I built. I made some baked beans with it, some barbecue baked beans. Added that pulled pork in the beans. And I had me some pulled pork slap dick barbecue beans that's what it was it was fire um let me get you quote of the day man it's my own quote our growing softness our lack of work ethic and our downright lack of respect has created menaces to society that is a quote that i'm gonna make up and put it on wikipedia get that shit out there floating around for the years to come for all you young slapdicks who see this shit in 30 years you know why the world is fucked up It's fucked up because of this quote right here. Our growing softness, lack of work ethic, and downright lack of respect has created menaces to society. I think that's a quote I'm going to use for the rest of my life. I might have to put it straight on a t-shirt. I'm also going to put a t-shirt together this week. And it's going to say, short, fat, skinny, and tall. I fuck them all. We're going to put that on a t-shirt. We're going to sell about 100 of it. Um... Zach will join me for this great Ministers to Society Monday because that's what we're going to call it today. But we actually have respect and work ethic, and uh, we try to show the youth how to do it. But you know what? We got a soft-ass fucking world. It is what it is, right? Um, Contrary to Belief segment brought to you by Canna Dips. Make sure you head on over to CanadipsCBD.com. Use the promo code COACHJB and get you 20% off shipping and go to cannabis, cannabis dips. You get some, uh, man, I, I've been taking it. I've been having it in my lip uh, for the most of the weekend. It kind of mellows me out, man. So I'm not going to take it on this show because we got to get this merciless uh, Monday, menace Monday with Zach Smith on off the chain. And so I'm going to stay hyped. But contrary to belief, it's brought to you by cannabis dips. Make sure you head on over to cannabiscbd.com. Use the promo code COACHJB. <clears throat> and... Get you some, uh, get you 20% off free shipping, man. Go on over there and head on over there and check it out. Um, contrary to belief, I'm on the bottom down there. I want to make sure I tell you guys three words. I want to break down three real words for you guys because a lot of you guys use these words and you don't know what the fuck you're saying. You don't know how to spell it. Grammatically incorrect fucks that you are. We're going to break down. Sight, uh, sight, and sight. All right. First, first of all, sight. I don't know if you guys have taken classes or not, but sometimes you have to have citations. And when you're writing classes, well, we we got degrees. A couple of us. Some of you guys probably don't. But if you have to cite your work, that is a word you need to use. It's C I T E. So you have to cite a reference, quote, mention something. You have to cite an article. Site, S I T E, is a location, a construction site. A game site, right? Ohio State plays Michigan at some type of site. So you got to know what that difference is in that. And then you got site, right? Site on scene, site unseen. Um, You you know, I want to make sure it. you know it's sightseeing, not sightseeing. S-I-T-E is not the proper way to use sightseeing. It's site, S-I-G-H-T. So... Something that you've seen in the, you know, sore eyes or people use all these different terms. So contrary to belief brought to you by Canna Dips. Make sure you head on over to CanadipsCBD.com. Get you some. It's actually some real good shit. All right. 
Um, Zach's in the chat already pretty early, so we're going to get after it early so I can have Zach as long as I can get him. Zach's got a lot of kids and a lot of family people and wives and kids and all kind of shit that I don't have, so I got to make sure that I use his time wisely, man. What up, dog? Man, so many kids and so many wives. It's, it's, a, it's a nightmare. <laughs> hey, you Mormon? <laughs> no, I'm, 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 I'm a practicing Mormon, but I'm not a real one. Hey, you know, Mormons get a... a I got to do Mormon contrary to belief Mormons, because a lot of people think Mormons are like uh, polygamists and shit. They think they got seven, eight wives and shit. I'm like, Mormons don't have a bunch of wives, dog. I said, like, no. shit. Yeah, I try to show I mean, people my phone sometimes, Zach, and I'm like, I'm being honest, dude. I, I, people are like, "What? How many girls you got?" I go, "I don't have real girls, man. I grew up, you know. I, I got Monday, I got Tuesday, I got Wednesday. I literally had them in there. And Zach, if they gave good head, like if there was a bitch that just gave good ass head, I, she was in there as like head monster. She'd be in my phone <laughs> as head monster, and people were really, really tripping when I showed them that shit. I'm like, "No, dog, that's their name. I don't know their fucking names." <laughs> See, man, I, I was just the opposite. I was putting all kinds of details in that contact. I need to know birthdays. I'm trying to, I'm trying to have it all down. So if, if push comes to shove, I, I could spit some game. <laughs> hey, remember back in the day when, uh, when we had our phones and we didn't know how to use them? I don't know if you got caught up, but I got caught up like a motherfucker, man. So I would text like 20 broads at one time on a, on a group text, like, it, like if they didn't see it all. And this yeah. was like when cell phones came out, like in the beginning. And I, I was like, fuck, let me hit up as many bitches as I can at once. So I ain't got to repeat the text message like, hey, girl, come on over tonight. Um, I got Taco Bell for your motherfucking ass, right? That was the text. And then I get like 19 bitches. Fuck you, JV. You sent that to who? All these bitches. And I'm like, nah, what do you mean? So I had to get out of it. So what do you do, Zach? You have to go after the one that you really want, and you're going to have to really make up some lies and bullshit to get her back on your team because the other ones are fucked. You've lost 18 yeah, bitches yeah, in one day. At that point. I'm telling you, you know how many divorces were caused because of iMessaging? <laughs> like, all of a sudden, you know, I didn't know anything about iPhones or anything, but we, we bought an iPad. for All of a sudden, my texts are going to some iPad. I didn't even know they're going there. <laughs> You're like, oh shit. <laughs> oh fuck, dude. I, I don't know. I, I'm telling you, I'm so I missed the flip phone so bad because I knew if something's coming in or, or going out on that old flip phone. Oh yeah. Oh, hey, yeah. um so a lot of shit going on. I don't know, uh you know, I know you've seen it, obviously. Everybody's seen it. Um by the way, rest in peace, Bill Russell. I, I, I wanted to get to that, but I wanted Zach on the show early. Bill Russell passed away, one of the icons in professional basketball. Uh, shout out to him. Um, 88 years old. I think he lived a pretty good life. Um, yeah. You know, I hope I live 88, Zach. Shit, I don't know. I mean, fuck. Dude, the odds are against me, but 88, <laughs> you, you got to be happy about making it to 88, right? <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, shit. Everyone thinks you should, you should live longer, but I'm like, fuck, dude. I think you, 88's not bad. And Zach, I got I to gotta lead the show off, man. I, we, uh, I bet about $200 in the last two weeks on fucking Mega Millions, right? It was up to like a billion dollars. Oh, yeah. And I just want to remind everybody in the show and everybody out there listening, if you can't see this, you lost. Go back to fucking work. That should be your motto. That is the lotto that you lost right there. You guys on the chat, make sure you understand it. We all lost. Go back to work. I think I said it on the show, Zach. I was like, dude, it's going to be one dude that has one fucking ticket with his last dollar. He's going to win the bitch. 
I bet a hundred tickets and don't get anything. And guess what? A fucker with one ticket scratched it off in a parking lot somewhere in fucking Illinois. Yep. It's that's how it always works, man. I, I I've I've stopped playing that shit because it's never it's never a guy, you know, it's never anybody you've ever heard of. So immediately <laughs> you and I are fucking out, right? It's it's never in in like LA or Columbus <laughs> or Vegas. It's always some fucking podunk town. So the, the last time I played it. I was driving to like Toledo and I'm like, fuck it. I'm stopping in the most remote gas station ever. And I'm gonna buy like, you know, $10 worth. Cause that's the, that's the some bitch who wins it. The guy who, you know, like you said, buys one ticket in the middle of nowhere, Illinois. Dude, I was so fucking disturbed. I, and I'm really, I'm really mad, Zach. Like I really had a shot at winning the motherfucker. Like I controlled, like I could control anything. <laughs> See, I get, here's what I get fucked up. I'll go be like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to buy $20 worth of tickets. Right. But then I'm sitting there in line. Like, damn, what if I spent 30 that, that last 10, like the winning ticket is in that 10. And then you're like, yeah, what's 50 though. You know, know. it could be in that, that next 20. You start thinking about it. Like, damn, what if I'm, what if my cheap ass only spends 50 and if I'd have just spent a hundred, I'd have a billion dollars. Hey, <laughs> I have the same fucking way, dog. I'm like, fuck it. I, I bought like, I bought, tw- you know how you go. The tickets are $2. So they, yeah. they fuck you. They get you. If, if the guy's a good salesman, he could get you. So he's like, I go, you know what? Give me 20. He's like, 20 tickets? I go, yeah. He goes, they're $2. That's only 10 tickets. I go, fuck. They give me 20 tickets. That's 40 bucks. So oh, yeah. they could fuck with you. Just like, it, shit used to be a dollar. Yeah, everything was a dollar. Man, and, and Mega Millions and Powerball have taken over the world. It used to just be the Ohio Lottery, $1 tickets. Now it's fucking $2 a ticket, and, and the whole country could win. Now your odds went way down. Yeah, California Lotto was the biggest thing. California Lotto. Now it became Powerball. It was become huge and fucking, oh, man. I'm like, damn. Hey, so Deshaun gets suspended. Um, six games. Look at him right there. That looks like a fucking pedophile to me, doesn't it? Doesn't it look like a fucking predator to you? Man, he got he gives off creepy ass vibes. Holy shit! But I got to be honest with you, man. Pat McAfee just had the GM for him, the Texans on his show. Holy fuck! He looks like he looks twice as bad as Deshaun Watson. He looks like a fucking pedophile, and it looks like there's a reason why these motherfuckers paid everybody off to go away. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because the Texans were involved. I mean, they were yeah. setting this shit up, like giving him the NDAs. It's just. It's wild to me. It's wild that on so many fronts, one, you know this guy's just a, a, a scumbag, and you know he was doing all kinds of just disgusting shit. Here's, here's at the same time. There's Calvin Ridley seeing the suspension. <laughs> yeah. Calvin Ridley bet. I mean, he he bet what to, to a normal person is like 20 bucks. That's what he bet. Uh, it and doesn't make sense to me. I, I, fuck, dude. I don't understand. Like, I want to... I want to get your take. What is your reaction for the folks out here saying that the the, the, the fucking uh, the sentence was way too light versus the folks who say it was way too long? Ridley got a year. Hopkins got six games. I think Zeke got six games. Um, I want to break this down. Before you answer, Zach, look at this. Look at this, what I put up on the screen here. Calvin Ridley, 17 games for betting. Vontaze Burford got 12 games for targeting, which is an actual act of the game. DeAndre Hopkins got six games for PT. Martavius Bryant indefinitely weed. Josh Gordon's had 25-plus games twice. Darren Waller, 16 games for substance abuse. 
Watson, six games, 25 accusations pending. And they're not even they're not even including all the women. Uh the, let's let's talk about uh Tyreek Hill. We're talking about Ray Rice. Um, they're not even talking about any of those guys on there. But six games to me, I, I've been on the show publicly saying I don't believe he's gonna play this year. Um I'm all obviously wrong unless Goodell comes down with the hammer because he's he's ultimately the the last say in this. Um yeah. I know you're not an NFL guy, but Obviously, you know these guys from college. Uh, I don't know. Where's your take on too light or too strong? Well, here's here's my thing, right? Like, did the guy do some shit that was fucked up? Obviously, right? But but I think you you tread in in dangerous waters when you're gonna, as the NFL, try to become the police or try to become the district attorney and penalize guys that went through the legal process and. The legal process said they don't know enough. There wasn't enough evidence that this guy committed a crime, right? So how is Roger Goodell, how is the NFL going to sit here and say, all right, he can't play for six games because we think he might have done some shady shit. It's like, wait a minute now, but he might not have. And how the fuck do you know if people that are paid to investigate this shit came out and said, there's not enough here for us to, to say he did anything wrong? How, how can the NFL come out and say, well, you don't get to play football, though, because we think this might be fucked up? Nah, you're right, man. They're on slippery slope. I I, I don't know. If there's no criminal act, I understand it. Um, everyone's going to have just the public opinion of the naysayers of uh, of, of the Ridley get, got suspended for betting on a game that he wasn't even in. and But we know if, if you really look into it, not defending Deshaun by any means, you, we know if you bet on sports in the profession that you play, you're fucked. I mean, it goes back to Pete Rose. It goes back to anything. Even though they're hypocrites and the NFL is basically sponsored by DraftKings and right. FanDuel. You know what I mean? We know it's a hypocritical yeah, deal. He, um, he, Calvin Ridley knew for a fact that he would get suspended if he got caught gambling, right? Deshaun Watson got jerked off by a massage therapist. If he thought he was going to get suspended from that, 80% of the league could get suspended for that. They all are out here banging massage therapists. That's not like, and now he was doing it a whole nother level from what it looks like, right? But I, I just, I just don't like it. I, I, you can, you can both can be true, right? You can think that the NFL is no place to try to be the judge, jury, and convict convictor against a, a crime that wasn't ever technically committed. But you can also say Calvin really shouldn't have to sit out a whole fucking year for betting a thousand bucks. Like that's just as stupid. Yeah, nah, I agree, man. I, I don't know, especially when you're owned basically by DraftKings. Like, this is your main fucking source of income. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, they got, you, they got betting kiosks at NFL stadiums now. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, I, I'm just like, Zach, I've been there. You've been there. Like, I, I'm not going to settle or, or, or admit to anything if I didn't do it. Like, I'm going to fight it. And that's like I don't understand. You 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 just agreed to pay off twenty four people. They just paid off three more last night, I believe. And then the Texans are paying off people. So like, there's two people involved in this thing because at the end of the day, I believe um, that the owners own Roger Goodell, and I believe that that's always going to be a thing. I think Goodell knows that if the owner, without the owner support, he's gone, making his twenty million a year or whatever. Oh yeah. Um, this is how I take the deal, uh, Zach. I believe that it is this is like a grooming mechanism that I don't think a lot of people are going to talk about. I think it's like gas prices. I learned a long time ago, my brother's in the Air Force, and I wasn't that smart. Maybe a lot of you guys know this already. 
A lot of you guys may just learn it today. Uh, he taught he taught me he's like, hey man, you know, gas prices shoot up to seven dollars and we're all fucking pissed, and then they drop to four dollars, and everyone's like, yeah, four dollar gas. When in really in the in theory, we're fucked, and it's just a perception thing. When gas really should be a dollar fucking thirty five, it's still back to four dollars. They're making a huge amount of money on us. And we think it dropped from seven to four. Well, it's the same thing in this thing. I think I think they've groomed this to where okay, we're gonna give this guy a slap on the hand, six games. And what is the what is the long game? Well, the long game is who is next on the docket, Zach? It is a guy named Daniel Snyder, an owner who's gonna have to go in front of the same committee. And what are they gonna say? Oh well. Hey, Deshaun only got six games. We really can't give Daniel too many games. So, in my opinion, it's a slap in the public's face that don't really know the game like that, like we do. And I believe that that's what's happening. Um, I think that's going to be the next thing. Uh, They're going to protect the owners at all costs. And I think that's what's going to happen. So, that's my take. I don't know what you think. I mean... Um, no, I think, I think he got off. I think he got off. And for him to come out in his camp and say he got too many games, he should be fucking thanking the Lord. Oh, what? He he lost. And the way the Browns set up his contract, he lost 300 grand. 300,000. $300,000. That's all he lost in the whole thing. And here, here's my question for you, JB. I had this conversation at my son's football practice with a, a friend of mine. Is, you know, they went to an independent auditor. And then this federal former federal judge, right? And they came back with this six game recommendation that now Goodell has to either uphold, he can lengthen it, he can do whatever he wants still, but this is the public recommendation. So my question is this if it's 24 chicks, like how many chicks equals one game? Like when this federal judge is looking at it, she's like, ah, 12 girls, that's about three games. 24 girls, that's six games. So, like what? If he if he did it with 48 girls, is that a season? Like how much is each girl worth? That's all. That's my only question. What's a girl worth? Like a quarter? Man, that's a great question. This is the other part about it. Uh, I, they only brought five cases in front of this judge who made the decision out of the 24. So why did they only bring five cases is what I'm curious about. Because I think what I heard, this is what I heard. The five cases that they brought forward were three of them were the two that they threw out in Texas criminally. So they've already thrown those out. So really, you're breaking down three cases out of 24, and you gave them six games. I don't know, man. Like, to me, if I was a woman, like, this is the thing. It's, it's a fuck, like you said, it's a slippery slope. You know, they can't prove he did anything criminally, even though we know as having daughters and shit that he's a predator and a fucking groomer. We can't say he did anything legally. So NFL, I guess, is hamstrung a little bit. Um, and then you got the women out there who are going to come out and basically going to bash this whole situation because of the people that have been suspended longer for doing less. Right. Um, I don't know, man. It's, it's a fucked up deal. Like I, it gets to a point, Zach, where I'm over it. I get over it. I'm like, dude, this is such a mockery of everything that we've we've ever coached or thought about coaching or coming up, being raised by our parents or whatever. It's just like. I don't know. At some point, we're like, "Fuck, man, when's it in?" Well, but it, it, I ultimately, think, I don't know. If, I don't know if you're a fan of Bill Burr. I am. He, he had this. He had this segment. I think it was. It was on a late night show, and he went off about it. He was like, "People are sitting here. They make these big issues out of these athletes. Like they're so influential. Like Ray Rice hit that chick, so it must be okay, right?" And he was like, "I just want to watch football." 
He said, I don't care if the commissioner, if Roger Goodell grabbed a baby and punted it with his wingtip shoes on, I'm still going to tune in on Sunday. Like, I don't care. That's not why I watch football, right? Like, we watch Kareem Hunt run for days for the Browns right now. Here, there's a video of him drop kicking a girl. So, like, what? What? We're we're going to suspend Deshaun, and he should be kicked out of the league. No, they're they're all still playing. He's going to play, and we're going to watch. Tyreek has multiple fucking offenses. Multiple. Like, I, he was at Garden City Juco, where 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 I'm kind of want to where I want to lean to because he was at Garden City Juco, actually the same place that Brett Venables played Juco football. Um, and I don't know if you saw this whole thing, but I want to get into your hometown. Um, Ryan Day basically came out and said, not only do we have the best damn band in the land, we've got the best quarterback, the best receivers, and the top-tier defense. This year is the year of the Buckeyes, mark my words. Supposedly, I don't know if that's fake news or not. Um, he's come out and well, said it. I don't mind it. Sometimes <laughs> I don't mind it. But at the same time, I'm like, fuck, you got, hopefully you, you, you back it up and win something. Um, are they loaded at Ohio State this year? I know you're a backyard guy. I know you said they are. Um, are they really, really loaded? They're really loaded. I mean, they're really, really loaded. They got Marvin Harrison Jr., uh, who's going to be – he's he'll be a breakout star this year from what I've heard and what I've seen. Their quarterback's legit. I mean, it's him and Bryce Young are the two best in the country. And then, you know, they brought in this guy, Jim Knowles, from Oklahoma State, paying him $2 million a year to get the defense right. I mean, that's the only – the only reason I know that quote wasn't real is Ryan Day wouldn't say he has a top-flight defense because they've been fucking garbage on defense yeah. for two years. But, I mean – what 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 you just read, what we all just read, he's thinking that shit because <laughs> this offense is loaded. And if this defense can just be a top 25 defense, he's they're going to be, I mean, right there at the end with Alabama. They really are. Wow. So you got them, you got them in Alabama in the in the in the playoff final. Possibly? Yeah, for now, you yeah, know, shit can I change. I always tell people that everybody does these projections for next year and, it, and it's not the NFL. I mean, this is college. You know how much shit goes into development in training camp like this Ohio State team. They. They could have a, a the 75th-ranked defense in the country or a top-10 defense by the end of August. We won't know yeah. until they start grinding and working yeah. and, and developing. Quitting so, and hurt. Yeah, I mean, and and it's not even over after training camp. I mean, you know, these a new defensive scheme, they got to get through Notre Dame, but then it's going to be a growing process all the way until the end when they have their final product ready for a playoff run or whatever it is. Nah, I agree. Uh, so we're staying in college. I So – Basically, the news of the, you know, you saw the videos and you saw uh, Brett Venables come out and basically talk commitment. I've been saying this on the on the show. I said there's really no, there's the word decommit is not really a word in the English language. It doesn't even exist. And right. if you if you type it in your phone right now, it'll put the red line underneath it. Like it doesn't, it's, it's going to auto correct the shit. Decommitment isn't a real word. And so <laughs> I'm finally glad to see somebody come out and say it um, in the in the likes that he did say it in. And it's kind of he's kind of you know echoed what I've said for a while, but um, here it is for everyone that didn't hear it. This is uh, Brent Venables, JUCO guy, by the way, OU's new head coach. But I know this: there's a lot of flaws in taking a commitment, making a reservation, and then going to go doing your thing. How can I manage a roster or who else I need to offer if I got nine guys committed, but they're going to Bama and Georgia and LSU and A and M? How can I manage? How can I take commitments? I don't know what my numbers are. Don, I don't want a guy to commit. Do not commit. Like, hey, coach, I'm ready to commit. Hey, buddy, is it, here's what commitment looks like now. Okay, I want to make sure that you know that you know that you know that you know that you know. So when I say, will you marry me? You say yes, and we get married. Okay, and then we start off on the right foot. Not like I dated four or five 
women and all of a sudden we feel in some kind of way, you know, is somebody going to actually show up on the. So you heard that this is this is a guy that doesn't want them to say they commit because the truth of the matter is they're not committing and they decommit more times than not than not. And uh, I wanted you to see that, Zach, because I wanted to follow up with this thing that just that just kind of popped up on my timeline. I saw it and I was like, I got to put this in the show for Zach to see. He says that. And then look at this shit. Clemson has offered Ohio State DV commit. Now, to me, that's kind of an oxymoron, right? Right. You got a kid that's committed to Ohio State, apparently. Clemson's offering him. So it kind of goes back to what Venable said. But we got the grown folks in this profession trying to get you. We're going to always try to get the committed kid. So I don't think Venable's shit's going to hold water for very long because... You're always going to nitpick it. Now with NILs, you saw the USC quarterback, Malachi, number one quarterback. He visited A&M this weekend. He's committed to SC. So, I mean, like, it's a shit show, man. It is society, though. Like, what is the word commitment? You, how many how many dudes are sliding into married chicks' DMs? That's, that's, that's what Clemson just did, right? This kid's committed to Ohio State. They slid in his DMs, right? And, and to, to Clemson's point, it's like, yeah, he's married. I'm not. What the fuck's that got to do with me? I know. Like, he... If he's committed, he's going to say no, right? Me, me sliding in his DMs isn't going to isn't going to stop him from his commitment if he's truly committed. But it's they just use the word; they're using the wrong word. When you commit to a school, if you are not shutting down recruiting and it's over, and you're not talking to any other coach or going anywhere, that is when you commit, right? And just like if you get married, what the fuck happens? You get married, and right away they fucking put you in there, and you got to sign your name on a legal document. That is signing day, right? So. You can say you're committed all you want. It's like being engaged. You're not married yet. You might be probably going to get married, or that might be where you think what you think is going to happen. But until you have that service and you sign that marriage certificate, you're not committed. It's no different than recruiting. Now nah, I agree 100. And 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 how long you go back? You've been signing kids for the last 15 years. Go back 15 years or whatever to the college game, like. Before even it was huge on social media and Twitter and, and wearing five hats on the podium and all that, like sure. there was still a percentage of kids who've committed who changed their mind last minute and you yeah. stole them, right? It happened all the time, right? Absolutely. And you know, it it was it's, it all started down south. So for anyone who wants to complain about it, this is it was a southern thing because when we we left Florida and I got hired at Ohio State, Urban offered an Ohio kid or an offensive tackle out of Cleveland who was committed to Wisconsin. And he got hired, and he was like, why the fuck didn't they recruit this kid? So we offered him. Brett Bielema threw a fit. Tell him, we don't do it like that up here. He was all up in arms that Urban would offer a kid that was committed to him. And eventually, he just he, he left Wisconsin and went down to the SEC like it was going to be better down there. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, no shit. He goes to Arkansas. Uh, yeah, like, what the fuck? You think they're going to honor commitments down south? <laughs> yeah, right. So he learned the hard way. I, I, you know, we try to keep our, uh, I guess, our integrity and shit and try to stay a professional. But, dog, it's 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 a doggy dog world. I, I've been talking to a few D1 buddies of mine lately over the weekend, actually. They were just like, dude, I'm telling you, JB, I've talked to more big-time coaches than you could imagine who's saying, if this shit don't change, we're probably most likely getting out of the game, out of the profession. Because it's like... We already knew there was no loyalty when we recruited these kids for the last 20 years plus, right? But now, right. he's like, imagine that, JB, times a 1,000. He goes, there's no loyalty among thieves. You know that. So right. 
Now look and at there, it. This guy's picking him off no on the, in the shake lines, right? Right. And there's no marriage. Like now, like, it, you know, three years ago, when a kid signed that piece of paper, like he, he was married to you. Like if that summit wanted to go somewhere, he had to sit out a year. Like it was going to be a, an awful process. So they grind it out because they're in a marriage. Now these kids can go on dates. <laughs> like every year they can, they can test the waters and see if there's a hotter chick out there that, that, you know, has more money. It's just, it, there's no marriage anymore, man. It's, it's unbelievable, man. I, I don't know. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I like that he came out and said the, the commitment deal and all that. But at the same time, um, these kids have no, it's like speaking Chinese to them. He, the kids don't understand what they said at all because yeah, and it's not changing. It ain't changing. It ain't changing. So it, it, he, he's absolutely right. And you're right. And I'm right, but it ain't cha- it ain't going away. It's yeah. not changing. And you better figure out you either do this or you get out of it because it's yep, not going to change. No, it's not. Mariota named the starter of Atlanta. You shocked or is it expected? No, I mean, who, Felipe Frank stinks. And then, and then they have De- they bring in Desmond Ritter, who I don't know why they thought he was going to be a great NFL quarterback. I mean, he was an above-average college quarterback. Cincinnati really won with their defense. So I'm not surprised at all. I'm, I'm surprised it was even a decision to be made. Yeah, it, it, you know. I don't believe there's not a guy with any fucking on the roster with any experience. So, I mean, how, no. what can they do? I, I mean, what, why would you not? You just paid the guy. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, so I got to get into this real quick. I, I sent it. I saw you on Twitter, um, uh, talked about it on the, on the video I shared. Um, you know, this is the thing I, I get it. Um, I saw breaking news. And I was like, fuck what else is happening? Um, <laughs> Because, you know, they could fuck around and, uh, you know, suspend them longer or whatever. But oh, yeah. this video came out of Patrick Mahomes. Take a look at it. So it's speed option. I mean, fuck, they, they're running inside zone steps with the backs to get everyone to, to DN to bite a little harder. They're going to run speed option. We've been doing that for years. But... You know, he's doing it in practice. It is what it is. I get it. But all the guys that come out on the Twitter is why I, I, I posted it for a reason because I saw all these comments from the guy who ever posted it. I'm just laughing at it like, you guys are fucking joke. You guys, this is why I say he's gimmicky. And yeah. every rep you take away from doing something the right way, you do that type of shit. I don't care what people say. It's going to fuck with you. I, I, have you ever seen Tom Brady do that? No, never. You never would. <laughs> You never would because you know what? Here's here's even deeper, right, JB? And you know this. That was a speed option rep that they planned in practice so he could get a rep flipping the ball with his non-dominant hand, his left hand. And he just fucked around and did some behind-the-pass bullshit with his right hand, and he lost the rep. Like, if they're going to run that play, he needs to rep that with his left hand. That's that, It's harder than people think. Hell yeah. And this, show, this showboat clown over here wants to do some behind-the-back bullshit. It's like, hey, man, are we just wasting our time here? Or are we actually trying to get better? I know Reed and Bienemy are probably livid at the at the shit. Um, and then the running backs, you know, he's fucking celebrating like he just won the Super Bowl. I people people talk shit. I don't know, man. It's just crazy. I, I my thing is, it's just like, man, this is why I say he's overrated. And then he comes out. Um, basically, he's come out last week and he says this right here. He says it's kind of weird when guys like me, Kyler, Lamar, get it, and other guys don't. But we're going to go out there and prove ourselves every day. Well, first of all, he's talking about black quarterbacks taking more criticism yes. than whites. Um, 
I had this black lady come after me on Twitter because I said, well, really, I think Aaron Rodgers is the most critiqued motherfucker in the NFL. And I said, probably Kirk Cousins is more is worse. And I said, probably Baker Mayfield. And then I said, probably Derek Carr. And then I said, probably fucking Carson Wentz. I said, those are all white guys. I said, it's not a white and black thing. And it's a quarterback uh, thing. I, and Zach, I had this dude hit me up on Twitter. He's like, because he's black, huh, coach? And I go, yep, that's why, bro. That's why. I said, not because he can't play at all. It's because he's black. Well, it, Shut just the look fuck at those, up. Look at those three names. Pat Mahomes is doing all this outlandish shit, like, like throwing across his body, no-look passes, all this shit that's just horrific for a quarterback to do because it's so dangerous. Throws 16 interceptions last year. There's a reason why he's getting criticism, because he threw 16 fucking picks. It's not because he's black. <laughs> and Lamar Jackson can't go through a full progression. It, it's not because he's black. It's because he doesn't do it. Kyler Murray has a clause in his contract to watch fucking four hours of film. That's why he's getting criticism. Like, what are we talking about? I don't like, know, man. It's like because- unbelievable that we ha- we have to make it out of race. I, like, I'll be the first one to tell you whatever it is. White, black, short, finish, scat, yellow, green. I don't give a fuck. Idiots coming on shape, size, and colors. And so do Jags. Just another guy, we call them. That's what they are. There's a lot of just other guys in the league. And I said, they, they come in all shapes, sizes, and colors. We don't give a fuck. Most of the quarterbacks me and Zach have had are black. I, I don't understand right. how you right. can sit here and talk about the race card when we've only coached black fucking quarterbacks our entire life. And, and, and we don't mind it. Trust me. So... Um, I think Zach's had probably like fucking eight NFL quarterbacks in the NFL. I think they're all fucking black, by the way. Um, I think we only have one white quarterback, and that was Tim Tebow <laughs> in my whole career. I'm just like, dude, you got to be shitting me. But but this is I'm gonna break. The, I'm gonna pull this up for you real quick. I want you to see mine, and I kind of wanted to talk about it real quick. You got time? Yeah, I'm good. So uh, I've been breaking down these four NFL quarterbacks the last uh, week and a half or so. I'm breaking down four a day. I'm going to get to that after this. But right now, I wanted to talk about this. This is who I think take more criticism than Patrick Mahomes, Kyler Murray, and Lamar Jackson. And I'm going to run it on the ticker on the bottom. And uh, you can just chime in on them or have your own. You don't have to come up with ten names. I threw this on you last minute. I think Aaron Rodgers takes more criticism than Mahomes. I think Kirk Cousins does. Kirk Cousins' own general manager is throwing him under the bus right now. I think Baker does for, for good reasons. I, so, does, I, so does Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz comes out like a barn burner. MVP conversation. Takes his team to the Super Bowl for most of, most of uh, the season. Gets hurt. And then another guy wins the Super Bowl. Whatever it may be. Whether he's weak-minded or what. It basically crippled him. And he's been shitty ever since that, that event. Um, I... There's Derek Carr to me. I don't. I don't like him. I think he's overrated. But I do think he's more criticized and, and yeah. than these guys. Carson Wentz, obviously. Jameis Winston, the black quarterback who does not get a lot of criticism based on what I mean. He does, but you guys didn't even mention Jameis Winston in your fucking article, Mahomes. And he Jameis, yeah, yeah. Jameis gets more criticism than half of you fucks. And but it, rightfully so, right? He threw thirty picks. I mean. I don't know. He throws 30 fucking picks. But there's a lot of guys. Sam Darnold gets fucking melted in the media. I mean, Daniel Jones crucified. Russell Wilson basically has a bad year last year. And then the pivot and Ryan Clark and all these fucks want to start attacking Russell Wilson. By the way, it's funny how the black commentators attack the black quarterback, but then come forward and say, we don't have enough love in here with the black quarterbacks. And I'm sitting there thinking, first of all, Ryan Clark, you've not only demanded that the Chargers fire their black head coach two years ago, 
And then you talk about lack of head black coaches. And then you talk about the black quarterback being shitty in, in, in Russell Wilson because you probably couldn't get his bitch, number one. And he's a weirdo. He's a weirdo. And I don't care about that, though. Like you said earlier, I just want to watch football. I think Russell Wilson's going to come out and have a great year. And then I think uh, Dak Prescott, I'm not a fan either. I don't think he's that great. Um, but he also gets a lot of fucking uh, flack for, for the big bag that he signed. Um I think there's two black quarterbacks on there. Everyone else is white. I mean, it's not a white and black thing. Those quarterbacks right there are definitely not good, and they struggle, or there's a lot of pressure on them. And uh, Aaron Rodgers, obviously, is for off-the-field uh, banter that people don't like him for. But those guys are clearly more criticized than those three. And I don't know. I didn't know we criticized Mahomes as much as he says we do, dog. He got a, a $500 million deal. That's my thing. Like, Okay, I, I'm with you on Lamar and Kyler. Like, they do get criticism. I mean, it's deserved. I mean, they earned it. But I don't hear a lot of Patrick Mahomes' criticism at all. The, except for, oh, he didn't have as good a year last year. He threw 16 picks. Like, he wasn't as dominant. That's all true. That's factual. What Since when is the truth considered, like, unwarranted criticism? It's just the fucking truth. And because it's a hard truth, we want to act like it's some problem. And now he's in his feelings and wants to make it a race thing. Like, get the fuck out of here. The yeah. shit... I don't. I've never heard any unwarranted criticism of Patrick Mahomes ever. Me either, dog. I, I really haven't. I'm just. I'm. I, he's on ESPN every day about being great. Like how great he is. Like it's unbelievable. I'm like, dude. I, I don't see it. Me and you call him out for the shit we just saw, and then the real shit that he does in games, which is ironically, he does that shit in games. So you yeah. wonder why he's shitty in the in the major games. But um, I don't know. That's just who I think it is. Um. I got, I got this deal here. I want to. I've been breaking down these quarterbacks for the last few uh, deals, and today's deal, I got four of them. I got Dak Prescott, Derek Carr, Russell Wilson, and Ryan Tannehill. And um, we got these bots in here that are fucking unbelievable. These trolls. Um, but I, Dak Prescott. Um, usually, I I put it in the ticker. I'll put it in the ticker. Um, I'll put all the quarterbacks in the ticker. Uh, Dak Prescott basically. Um, is the guy that's lately who I've been, I'm going to break down today, but he, uh, I'm going to put it in this ticker for you real quick. Here it is. Dak, Dak Prescott on the bottom. So he throws for 4,700 yards last year, 38 touchdowns, 11 picks. Not bad ratio. He ran for 172 touchdowns, 15 fumbles is what pops out to me. 15 fumbles. I got to see what kind of year he has, Zach. I think the team around him has declined. I think the roster isn't as talented. And I think he's yet he only has one playoff win. So what we see him do this year is going to define his career, in my opinion. Um, I've never been a huge fan of him. I think he's a talented kid, but I don't think I think he lacks the it factor. Um, what do you think about Dak? I wasn't even a huge fan of AM. I thought he was a real stiff. Uh, guy coming out of a and I thought he was a talented kid, but I just was like, I don't know if this guy's going to be the guy like everybody thinks. Yeah, uh, I agree. You you mean Mississippi State, but I, I, I mean agree. Mississippi State. He, sorry, yeah, yeah. He, I thought he was a good player. I thought he he had success because of circumstance. I mean, they had the best offense line in football. Ezekiel Elliott was a Pro Bowler. He had receivers. He had. I mean, he had a tight end that was a monster. I mean, he was just he would he had a freaking Lamborghini Fuck. to drive around. And it's like, yeah, he didn't fuck it up. 
but he wasn't out there winning games by himself, like just taking games over. Um, but I, I mean, I think he's a good quarterback. I think he's an NFL quarterback. I just don't think he deserves that to money be hyped up as some top 10, top five NFL quarterback. I don't, deserve, I don't think he deserved the money either. That's why I think Jer Jerry Jones held out so long. I mean, yeah, but moving on Derek Carr. All right. I'm gonna put him in the ticker. Derek Carr is the second guy to discuss 5,100 yards, 24 touchdowns, 15 picks is what stands out to me. That's a nine plus minus. He's plus nine with touchdowns over his picks. That's not very good in NFL standards. You only throw nine more touchdowns and interceptions. There's a major problem when Tom Brady throws 55 to six picks. Like, that's the difference. Um, he throws for 5,124 touchdowns. You know, I think he's very overrated, but I do think he gets criticized harder than Mahomes. Um, I still think he lacks everything you want when it comes down to your highest paid player who's expected to lead by results. I don't think he does that. Uh, I think he's talented, but I truly believe he will press even harder this year because of the addition of Devontae Adams. I think the Devontae Adams deal is going to cripple him. I think he's going to be so much pressed into getting this guy the ball. When they start double teaming Devontae and he has to find Renfro who can be singled out by a Jalen Ramsey, for instance, and, and they double a Devontae, they got to find a tight end. Um, I think he's going to struggle this year. He's talented and everything, but in really, in theory, what has he done? And so, I think the Raiders are going to be uh, are going to hit a wall when everyone's really expecting them to come out of the West. Yeah, I do too. I think the guy I always think about when I think about Derek Carr is Josh Allen. I mean, they threw almost the same number of passes, and Josh Allen had twice as many touchdowns. I know. You know although he still he had fifteen, he had fifteen interceptions yep. too. You throw the ball seven hundred times, yep. you figure you might throw ten. Right, fifteen might be a little high, but at least Josh Allen gives you twice the production That's on the exactly. fucking Bills. I know he had Stephon Diggs, but come on, like Darren Darren Waller, Hunter Refro, now Devontae Adams. Like he's got all the tools. If if he can't have a decent year, he doesn't even belong in the league, let alone to be called a good quarterback. You got a good running back. I think they got a running yeah. game. They got a good old line. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I agree with you, man. I agree with you. Uh, interested on your take here because. Russell Wilson, like I said, I'm a, I'm a Russell Wilson fan. I think he should have won two Super Bowls, obviously. Um, I don't believe, I, I still don't put the pick on him solely. I, I, I mean, he threw a good ball. I thought it was a great play by the defensive back um, and a bad play call in that situation, obviously. But, you know, as a play caller, who knows? Uh, Russell Wilson, though, had a bad year for, for him, 3,100 yards, which is a pretty bad college season nowadays. Um, he only threw six picks, though. But uh, I think he does have the it factor. I just think that him and Seattle had already parted ways uh, mentally, and I think he had his split. The split was done before we actually knew it as a public. And, you know, as I know, if the quarterback and the team differ in mentality, I think the play, it's over. So I think he's going to have a rejuvenized season, and I think they're going to have a – I think Denver takes uh, – I think Denver goes to the Super Bowl. I think they play the Rams in the Super Bowl. That's kind of my prediction. I think they're going to play the Colts in the AFC title game. And um, that's kind of my deal on Russell. Where do you stand with yeah, Russell? I agree. I, I think he he's going to go land in Denver, and he's going to have a, a pretty solid defense. He's got guys – one of the most underrated young playmakers in the NFL, as long as he's healthy, is Jerry Judy. I mean, he's one of the best college receivers, high school receivers I've ever seen. And so I think I think when he gets Russell Wilson in, they're, they're, they're going to turn up. And I, I agree. I, I, I think he had a down year last year, but you know as well as anyone. Right when a when when a player checks out, their performance is going to decline, and that's what happened. He checked out. It wasn't going to work in Seattle. He checked out. He battled some injuries where he only played fourteen games, I think, and it just wasn't his year. Right, and now he's got new life. 
he's reinvigorated and he's he's got a, a chance to go out and rewrite his next chapter. I, I, I agree. I think he blossoms. I do too, man. I, my last guy is Ryan Tannehill. Threw for four grand, 22 p- touchdowns, 17 picks. Now, let me start by saying this. I've said it before on the show. If he's in Cleveland with Cleveland's roster, they're a Super Bowl contender. That's how bad I think Baker is. Now, I know you, ha- you, you actually have a little different thought in him, but my thing is this. You know, he does what the roster in Tennessee and Vrabel's mentality allows him to do, in my opinion. I don't think he's any by any means a fucking elite guy. There's no, he's not a guy that's going to sit back there and throw the ball 50 times and dissect you. I just think he's, he does what he's supposed to do. I think, uh, I, I think they're going to hit a wall this year. I think the Colts are going to win that division. I think they're going to have a, 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 a figured out year, so to speak. I think they're going to load the box on Henry without Julio Jones, and even though he wasn't healthy when he was in Tennessee, I don't see Tannehill being the guy to beat you with his arm uh, when you go press zero and cover, you know, quarters match to to stop the run and the Derrick Henry. I don't see Tannehill beating you with his arm, and I don't believe their wideouts are elite enough. Um, but uh, you know. He's a nutty, gutty, winning performer. I just don't. He's not an elite guy. I'm just breaking down all the cues in the NFL the next two weeks. And, uh, you know, that's how bad I, I, I think he would have been that much difference in Cleveland for the for the type of team they had around him. But um, Tennessee's more built, you know, nut and grut inside fucking pound ground pound and play defense. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the Browns were literally built similarly. They just had better playmakers on the edge. I no, mean, no doubt they did. They, they ran the shit out of the ball with with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. I think he would have been better, definitely would have been better than Baker. But the guy, I always like comparisons, right? Because I think Ryan Tannehill's overrated. I think he's managed a, a, an offense that it's pretty easy to succeed in because of the run game and because Derrick Henry, Henry is a fucking monster. And, I mean, you look at it, you look at a guy like Mac Jones, rookie quarterback in New England. Granted, it's New England. I get all that. But he had pretty much the same number of passing attempts, more yards, more touchdowns, and two less interceptions. And no one is saying – Mac Jones is, you know, the next anything that he's just, you know, he was a rookie. He might become a great player, but that's kind of where he's at to me. Mac Jones ish. Like, yeah, he'll get the job done. Kind of. They got a good system for him, but he's not, he's not doing anything spectacular. Yeah. I I agree with you. I I mean, this is his shit or get out the pot year. Um, Oh yeah. Just like Derek Carr, just like now I I broke down Mac Jones last week. Um, I think Mac Jones is going to hit a wall this, this year because I'm, I don't know if he has enough roster talent around him, and I don't believe I, he was so good in college because he had the best roster talent. Oh, yeah. Obviously, that oh, year, yeah. I don't think he's that guy. Like you know, uh, who's going to call the plays? You got Matricia and Judd. People don't know what's really going on there, and, and I don't I know if gotta, a guy like him, he's not a twenty-year vet either. So uh, I don't know, man. It's going to be interesting. I think he's going to have his sophomore uh, woes, and I think he's going to hit the wall this year. And I don't know where New England's headed. Um, he's an interesting guy to keep a track of, though. I, I I always say never trust a pudgy quarterback, right? <laughs> you look at that guy with his shirt off. He looks like I look better than him with my shirt off. I do. And I'm not even – I don't even think I look good with my shirt off. It's just like how is this guy, an elite athlete, training year-round to be a great quarterback? I mean, Tom Brady – chiseled Peyton Manning chiseled like all these quarterbacks that have been great players they all at least look like NFL athletes this guy looks like the guy that checks you out at fucking Walmart and it's just I don't trust them ever I don't care if they're talented or if they you know can throw a ball well it's just there's something missing there 
Yeah, Tom Brady, at least Tom Brady's a little taller. He's got, even though Tom Brady got a little fucking concave chest, looks like a fucking little female yeah. too, but at least he's like elongated. This kid is like a wobble body. And I'm just like, dude, he's an injury away from being 300 pounds. No doubt. Just imagine if he has a burrow knee injury. There, He's going to be fucking super heavy. Um, uh, shit, I don't know, man. It's going to be interesting. Um it's gonna be very fucking interesting, man, to see the, say the least. But I don't know, man. We're gonna we're gonna see this shit right here. I, uh, people are all talking shit in there. Who has any questions? You got any questions for Zach? Let me know real quick. Uh, get him out of here. He's got to go uh, soccer practice, football practice, wrestling. He's got it all. Man, I got all kinds. Of what do you got you this know, week? You know what I actually have to do tonight, JB. I got to go over and go through my son's middle school offense and figure out how to how to come up with terminology and how to uh, how to. Formulate a wristband system. <laughs> they need they need some help over there. Really? Is he is he in pads? They they so today was the first practice. Just helmets. They go full pads Wednesday. Contact Thursday. And so look, people people don't know why I asked that question. So in California, they don't have anything under high school in pads. So really? yeah, I don't know if you knew that. A lot of people don't know that oh. California's not been in. We never had pads. So middle school out here, they play flag football. And you play flag and all, all the youth shit is flag football. And so, uh, you don't go in pads here until you go to high school, unless you play pop Warner and you play pop Warner, obviously. But, um, you know, it's interesting. Um, I'm going to put, uh, I'll put the link in the chat real quick. Why do you want to call in, ask Zach a question, feel free, uh, Members only can call in. I got you right there. Uh, Why don't wants to call in? I, yeah, we don't have pads, dog. So I was talking to uh, I was talking to AJ Hawk about the same shit because his kids and I was like, dude, we don't have pads in California, so it's kind of fucked up. But I was at the Chargers practice, Zach, and I was telling coaches, and I wanted to t- say this. I was telling some young coaches, don't ever go to an NFL practice if you're there trying to learn shit because you will absolutely be mortified because, first of all, they have practice for 75 minutes on the script. 30 fucking eight minutes of it is stretch and rollers. They're going to sit on the rollers after they practice. Uh, After they do like a pre-practice and an install versus a dummy D, they go right over and roll it out on the rollers and and then they uh and then they go back and they'll do it they'll break it up and they're not in pads yet they're only in helmets. Herbert's an impressive specimen up close. Um, yeah. him and Keenan Allen and Mike Williams they're going to be pretty hard to beat. I think they're going to be a, a hard team. I, I I give more credit to Herbert than I do David than Derek Carr right now. But uh, yeah. oh yeah, that's just how I am. Uh, Wido, what up, man? You got a question for Zach? What's going on, Coach? Coach Zach, great to meet you. I'm Wido. Nice got one you, question. Uh, for obviously quarterbacks and wide receivers for a little bit. So as a QB, when a defender makes a great play, is it important to be able to say, hey, for uh, you as a player and coaching players to say, hey, he made a great play, move on? Or is it more important to always find the flaws, always find what you could have done better in the big plays? Well, I, so I, I think there's there's a, a – a time and place for both, right? You could say, like, we 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 played Buffalo when, my first year at Ohio State, and they came out with this defensive end that nobody's ever heard of. You've heard of him now, though. And he made a play on a screen pass and intercepted, returned it for a touchdown. And if we just – we watched film with our players. Braxton Miller's the quarterback. It's like, listen, this kid's a freak show, right? We, we didn't know anything about him. And you got to give him credit where credit's due. He should, Most DNs are not making that play. But at the same time, 
you get an unblocked DN that's in the throwing lane, don't just let it rip, right? You got to navigate it or just eat it and get get positive yards. And so there's there's a coaching point there, but then there's kind of an a you know a concession like, listen, we get it. Ninety nine percent of defensive ends are not Khalil Mack. Like you'll be able to make that throw over top of them. This kid just was a freak, so just be smart with the ball, right? So I think I think you could do both. That's perfect because I see a lot of kids, like especially young days, get caught up when they get an interception on them, or a guy makes a big play, and they and they stay on that too long instead of saying, "Hey, you made a great play, move forward. I'm on to the next one." So I just wanted to hear from a coach, coaching perspective. I appreciate it. Yeah, you got to move on to the next play. What the fuck's the matter? You, you threw a pick, even if even if you made a bad play, like sitting there whining about it, I was only going to make you throw another one. Fuck yeah. yeah, throw it again. All right, Wido, I appreciate you. All love. Um, Khalil Mack, dog, when you saw him on film breaking him down, you probably weren't looking at that shit. You're not really coaching online deep and worried about protections and shit like that, even though you're involved, I'm sure. But, like, when you guys look at him, are you looking at him like, okay, Buffalo's shitty, this guy stands out, but, yeah, he's all right because he's played against Central Michigan the week before. And you're yeah, like, I mean, that, that's hard to do, isn't it? It is, and, and it was the first game. So, like, he, he had so much growth in between those years. Like, even his film didn't look like the player we played against. But also, you know, it's tough. You get an NFL player like that that's playing in the MAC. it's like, well, yeah, he's kicking his tackle's ass, but his tackle's terrible. You know, like, we have first round. We right. had, and we did. Taylor Decker, our, our right tackle, ended up being a first-rounder. But it's his first game ever as a redshirt freshman playing tackle, and he's got to block fucking Khalil Mack. It's like, oh, shit. <laughs> and you didn't really know how good this fucker was playing Central Michigan and shit. So, Oh, and, and, and we, Taylor and I used to talk about it all the time. He like, go figure. My first game, I'm like, okay, cool. It's Buffalo. No, it ain't Buffalo. You got fucking Khalil Mack. <laughs> it was, that, was that fucking, uh, who was the coach? Was that fucking Turner Gill? No, I think it was the guy after Turner Gill, but I'm not positive. Leapel? Maybe. That's at KU now? Yeah, it might be. Might have been Leipold. He He's at KU now. He did a good job at Buffalo, actually. He was uh, he's like the all-time winningest coach at fucking one of those D3s up in, uh, what was it, like Whitewater? Or, he was there, oh, yeah. and then he got the Buffalo yeah. gig. Now he's at KU, so um, I don't know. When are you going to start breaking down college uh, college uh, football? Yeah, Shit. I usually start mid-August. I, I let training camp get kind of a week and a half in, and then I start talking to people and start – you know, figuring out what's going on, get, put my ear to the street a little bit. I just hate, I just hate like CBS Sports put out their top 25 yesterday and it was like, it's just atrocious. It was exactly the order of finish of last year's playoffs. Exactly. You're like, you even look into what these teams have coming back. Like, Georgia's number one in the country. They lost their whole defense, all their receivers transferred, and they have a walk-on quarterback who's average. The fuck you mean number one in the country? Man, they, they cater to the general population who knows absolutely nothing but fantasy football. And they, they're just yeah. betting on yep. football, and they think that this is really how it's supposed to be. And and it's crazy how when when, when it doesn't go that way and, and these fans that don't know shit about it and they're, they're fucking out drinking all night and they're, they're in the dorms and fucking passing around STDs all year – they come to the game and watch Georgia get mollywopped by fucking like Tennessee game one, and they're gonna be like, "What's going on? Why is Georgia? Why did we lose?" And it's like, cause you don't know fucking nothing. So it's like, you just come to watch the game, take your shirts off, be fucking stupid, 
And yeah. your team lost everybody last year, and you don't know shit about this. And Tennessee's paying motherfuckers, and they've gotten better. And so is A&M, and so is Kentucky, and so is this. So it's like, it's funny to me, man, that these people really throw it out there like like people really know what they're saying, and, and the fans really eat it up. Oh, yeah, Georgia's got to be the number one team, right? Like, nothing happens. Like, they're just on fucking 10-year contracts, the same players. Right. <laughs> They people just don't they don't pay attention. That's what it is, especially wow. sports media. They're fuck. It's a joke. You, you got people. I say it all the time. You got people at CBS Sports that if they studied their ass off, still don't know shit and still couldn't tell you who the top five teams in the country are. And on top of that, they don't. They don't study shit. They don't do anything. No, they don't. And and I'm curious. Have you noticed? I know you don't watch it as much as me either, but. Have you seen where fucking uh, uh, Stephen A. Smith's been? Because I ain't, I ain't, I'm, something's up. Something's got to be up. Yeah, he usually is all over my timeline saying dumbass shit. Hey, I, I want to end the show with this thing right here because I want to give you a guy that's really critiqued a lot that they, they don't talk about. I guess Mahomes and all the so-called black quarterbacks have a tougher time and they, they're more critiqued. But I wanted to break this down because I, I broke it down the other day and I wanted to get your take on it. Um, it's only a six-second clip. But it's Baker Mayfield, and I want you to see, and this is why I broke him down, and I, I, got, I got film coming, so me and you, our next sessions or whatever we end up doing, I got a bunch of film coming um, from different quarterbacks, different teams from last year's film. Um, but uh, look at this Baker throw real quick. He's on the left, obviously. I, I mean, I'll show it again. I broke it down the other day, and I'm like, you guys wonder why he's not elite, but you also wonder why he's more critiqued and criticized. But, you know, why are, Zach, you're a Division One college wide receiver coach, very successful. Are we still teaching Pop Warner to throw a curl, even if that's a curl, we want to call it a curl. I'm calling it a deeper hitch, a fucking route. But anyway, let's just say it is a 14 to 12-yard curl. Obviously, by Baker's eyes here and his drop, which is very shitty. Um, <laughs> why are we looking down the middle of the field like we're looking off the free safety like it's fucking youth football? Like the free safety is going to drive on that fucking numbers and pick off a curl. Um, I was trying to teach the, the general pop like, OK, look, we got a flat defender out there. There's probably a fucking route that compromise or that 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 is goes along with this curl route of some type of flat corner something. And we're probably reading the flat defender. But but look at his eyes, coach, and just break down why this is so bad at an NFL level and why I think Baker is a better actor as a commercial, uh, doing commercials than he is as a quarterback. But here we go again. So I, I he's throwing blind to me because I, I, I used to kill my quarterbacks. Why are you throwing blind? Make sure you see the fucking thing first. He's he's literally looking down to free safety, like down the middle. His uh his 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 step foot don't get over there till late. His fucking platform's horrible. He lifts his lead shoulder. His fucking ball's high. It comes out fluttering because he's not. Anyway, I can go on and on and on. Is that a real fucking thing? Are you guys are are we still looking down the middle of the field on a flat curl throw? I, I I couldn't understand. I mean, initially, right? Your first step, yeah, real check fast, the, check yeah. The, the coverage shell to make sure it actually yes. went to one high, yeah, or whatever. exactly. But after that, you got to get to your whatever. It looks like an isolation, almost a comeback, kind of a shitty route. Yeah, either way, <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, I, you were staring at the free safety for three steps. Uh, <laughs> I think at some point you want to get your eyes where you're throwing the ball and on whatever your movement key or progression tells you to do. 
I mean, his drop is fucking unbelievably slow. And I try to tell people on the time, I said, dude, quarterback's drop generates their arm speed. I said, their feet generate their arm speed. I said, this guy's lazy. He just drop is shitty. And I'm just like, Darnold beats him in the drop. And I'm saying, like, they're running a shitty isolation, like, fucking curl route or stick route or whatever the fuck you're calling it. And he throws such a shitty ball late. Like, I'm like... No wonder you're late. You're looking down the fucking pipe for a fucking one high safety to stay there for fucking a curl throw. I'm like, damn, dog, it's not that. It's not. Are we that fucking bad? I don't know, JB, man. JB, that's that's the National Football League routes on fucking air. That's what I'm saying. Like, what, and and, and everybody's like, oh, don't about? worry about it. Don't worry about it. Like, okay, he's, all that shit that you said, it's still routes on air. <laughs> Even if you fuck all that up, how hard is it to complete a route on air in the National Football League? Zach. <laughs> Me and you could go out there right now. You at wide out, me at quarterback. I would have hit you in your chest on a fucking five-step simple route. Right. I, I, and I would have, Zach, I would have been throwing it so fucking early so I don't throw my shit out because I was so scared. I'm so fucking old now. I would have threw that bit so early. You would have turned around, caught it, <laughs> trotted out of bounds. I'm like, holy fuck, dog. This is, this is the shit that you, people really think these guys are so elite. And I'm going to leave you at this. I'm going to leave you with this. I'm talking to my, my agents. We're at, they got a couple guys they represent, Chargers. And we're sitting there talking, and Herbert's over there, big, long guy, big arm, making all the throws. And I go, Coach, I said, Paul, I want to ask you something, and I want, I want your take on this. I believe NFL quarterback play is at an all-time low as far as all the 32 teams, as far as all the players as a to- in totality. Now, that doesn't mean we're not more athletically gifted with better skill sets. All I'm saying is I think the results of the quarterback play as a totality in the NFL is at an all-time low. Um, do you agree to that or or not? Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, I think you have less you have less quarterbacks in the National Football League who are really trying to have a, like earn their PhD in football because that's what quarterback play used to be. Even like the average quarterbacks, I mean, they learned football at such a high level that they understood everything, like defensive drops, you name it. Any any detail of football, those quarterbacks were like coaches, sometimes smarter than the coaches. And now we're dealing with a whole different era of, you know, Sam Darnold's of the world and guys like that where it's like those guys are not taking the same approach that Tom Brady did or Aaron Rodgers does where they just know football so well that they can dice you up. And you know what? If they're not great, they just miss some throws, but they still are on time. Their their drops are excellent. Their their progressions are, are are sharp. Everything they do, everything they did, it was like a pro. They are a pro. We don't have a bunch of pros playing quarterback now. Baker Mayfield, that motherfucker does whatever he wants to do. And I'm and I'm so, asking yeah, you no because doubt. the college is you're so t- tightly knitted with the college game. I'm, I'm asking you because this is my philosophy on how why we're that at that stage. How can we be so? Great, big, strong, fast, athletic. Arms talent is at all-time high. Um, Is it because the college game is tempo, tempo, no huddle, RPO, triple option, get back to the huddle, run another play before the defense gets set up, and we're not teaching defense, or are we not teaching under the center fundamentals? We're not teaching how to take a drop, how to read coverage, how to throw hot. We're not really teaching the game. And I've been to all these practices, and I'm like, damn, I've been watching installs at these big-time schools, and I'm like, no hot re- progression, no side adjust anymore that I'm seeing. I- I'm like, dude, why are we not seeing 
a lot of this shit being taught and it's about going fast. It's about cards. We're going to show card. We're going to go fast. We're going to go fast. And I'm just like, dude, what are we touching? And then when they get to the NFL level, it's like feast or famine. You're on your own fucking go ball out, but they can't because the defensive ends are as fast as fucking Lamar Jackson. So it's like, okay, what are we doing here? So now you have to make sure, make sure you hit your fifth step, throw the fucking ball on time. You're going to have to make a banana throw over a backer or in between the cover two safety over the hole dropping Mike. You're going to have to do some things that you've never done or you've never been taught to do. So is college or high school even, go back to even high school, seven on seven, all the bullshit. Is it, is it setting these guys up to fail? Well, it absolutely is. I mean, just the, the college game has taken a turn, which is it's great. It's a different game. I mean, it's it's truly a different style of football than the NFL for the most part. Outside of, you know, select like Alabama and, and Ohio State, they run a, a ton of NFL stuff because they essentially have an NFL roster. But you look at what Lane Kiffin does, and I think Lane's brilliant. You look at Lincoln Riley. Like Lincoln Riley is running, I mean, just it is a college offense. He could never go to the NFL and run that offense. Right. And so because of that, you know, they do a lot of things – to, to help the quarterback, right? As opposed to develop the quarterback, they try to help the quarterback with tempo, with RPOs, with hard play actions and all these things that in the NFL, it's like, all right, it's fucking third down. You got to drop back and, and thread a needle to get the first down. Well, they don't ask them to do that shit in college. So just that, that trend of college football to, to go that direction. In high school football, I mean, there's some programs that are great, obviously, but just the coaching in high school football, like you said, seven on sevens, and even just regionally, some of these coaches that don't get paid shit, so all the guys that are decent coaches don't want to waste their time. It's just it, it's a trickle down, yeah, is what or trickle up, really. Trickle up, is yeah. What it is, it's bad. Like like you said though, Texas probably the best high school coach stat, uh, state. Yeah. Uh, Georgia, I think, when you're the upper tier Georgia schools, you know. They got great coaching. You know, South Carolina's got some good ones. But other than that, Ohio, I think, has some good high school coaching. But other than that, like, you go inner city Detroit, Miami, fucking L.A., uh, the coaching is atrocious. It's a joke. It's it's setting these kids up to fail. And then they get to college, never have taken a staff under center, uh, don't know what a fucking three-step drop without a hitch is or with the hitch is or rhythm or they don't know shit. They don't know nothing about snap count, controlling the D-line. They don't know shit about any kind of huddle call. There's no more calling a huddle. And people wonder why, Zach, we can't get a play out in an NFL huddle because they don't call huddle calls no more. So there's no protection no. being the echo. There's no there's no formations. Nothing. And the thing, the, the thing that Alabama does in Ohio State, and I know for a fact Ohio State does, that doesn't happen. I mean, it didn't happen at Ohio State under the previous quarterback, coach, and coordinator before Ryan Day is C.J. Stroud, Justin Fields. These kids are getting taught protections at a, at a much higher level than the line even understands it. Yeah, They're getting taught how to protect themselves by making back calls, re-IDing protections, you know, and understanding where their threats are, their unprotected threats, and then having answers within a scheme to get – you know, get the ball out if that guy does blitz. So much detail in the quarterback position of how to manage the offense and protect themselves that 99% of colleges, they're not even teaching. Because honestly, the coaches don't even know. <laughs> I, I, get, I That's a great take, man. Because I, I, People don't realize that shit. Like, people don't understand. It starts with the fucking O-line and protections and side adjust and hots and shit like that. And then we want to turn it back. We're going to sprint it out. If we're getting a lot of pressure, we want to make sure we can get the QB safe and out on the edge. People don't realize there's so many things to protection, and I don't think these guys have a clue. We wonder why. Like, you know, and I know, and I'll get you out of here. 
You get cut. Sometimes kids cut themselves. People don't realize. People, kids yeah. cut themselves. They do some shit on purpose because they know they're not good enough and they want you to cut them. So that's their excuse because they know they can't play. So instead of saying, okay, I got beat out, I'm going to get kicked, kicked out. So that'll be their excuse. Well, the same thing goes for lack of knowledge when you're a quarterback. And when you're a quarterback and don't know what you don't know, you play fucking video games, Kyler Murray. So now he don't know protection, so he's going to play video games, and then they're forced to put a fucking clause in his deal because he don't really know. Even though he's come out and refuted it and said, well, you know, I went 43-0 and in high school. I said, so did I. <laughs> right. So did I. So did Allen Iverson. <clears throat> right. But I don't know. It is what it is. Um. I appreciate you coming on, man. Like I said, uh, I'll be tuning into your show. Everybody else in the chat comes over to your show, so I appreciate everybody. And uh, we'll see you uh, later on. We'll get together again, man. I told you about that other deal. I wanted to talk to you about Brandon. Um, yeah. So we'll get together, and then uh, you talk to Brian. I did. I need to reach back out. He. I, I gotta. I gotta get back on it. Yeah, but he I hit me up to too, and it's just ass and shit. So I was like, Yeah, I'll get with you. I talked but. to him mid last week. Okay, good. All right, bro. good, man. I appreciate you. We'll chop it up. Have a good week. All right, you too, bro. All right, man. All right. Zach Smith, great call always. Uh, great, great banter. Um, obviously knows more football than uh, most. So uh, great to see him in here. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so who got COVID? Uh, Lamar? I mean, uh, Kyler Murray got COVID? Um I don't know who got it, but anyways. Poll question. Let me get you back to the beginning of the show. Um, Poll question of the week I wanted to give you, of the day, I'm sorry. Uh, Did Deshaun Watson deserve more games? Did Deshaun Watson deserve more games? Make sure you pound the like button, hit subscribe, become a member today. Um, I believe he did, only on the simple fact that he paid people to shut the fuck up. That's why I think he deserved more games. And I don't believe you deserve I don't believe you do that if you're innocent. That's just my humble opinion. So, um slapstick of the day is the NFL suspension policy. NFL suspension policy is the slapstick of the fucking day. Um and the word of the day today, I want to give you a word of the day. I got to catch up with everything real quick. Uh, the word of the day is also brought to you by Canadips. Make sure you head on over there and use the promo code Coach JB. Turn it, turn it, turn it. The music, bitch. Shut the hell up. Turn up the music and shut the hell up. Turn up, turn up. You guys don't know about turn up. You might want to eat turnips. I eat turnips, but some of you guys don't eat turnips, so it is what it is. Um, Yeah, I mean, yeah, it is way worse than smoking weed, but, you know, it is what it is, man. I, I, I don't know. The suspension graphic that I showed earlier is really, really fucked up, and it makes the NFL look bad. When you see this right here, and you have these guys that were nobodies basically being suspended for multiple games, and then you have an issue that has 25 accusations only being suspended six games, to me, it's kind of like a slap in the face. And that's just how I look at it. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, I don't know. Um, I, love to, I love that shit, too. Um, Trailer Park Boys, I'm going to have one of the uh, guys on that show, on, on this show, actually. 
We're working on getting him on. I don't even know nothing about the show. I've never seen the show, but apparently they say he likes me and we we'll, we get along. So we'll see what happens. Um, Bill Russell passed away, obviously. I said that earlier. I want to get to... Uh, I got a lot of things to talk about today. Um, apparently, Biden is trying to build a fucking wall that Trump um, didn't complete. But he's still saying that he didn't. So admin wants to complete more of Trump's border wall project, closing four gaps. Four gaps. <laughs> this shit is crazy to me. Um, we're so fucked up, man. I, I got to get to a lot of this shit I want to talk about. Um, you know, they, they drilled in our minds to wear a mask. And we had to wear a mask. And I don't think anyone thought about the repercussions of when we threw those shitty masks off our face, um, what it was going to turn out to. And this is what it looks like. Those are masks, fellas. Those are masks. Remember, wear masks, save the planet. Remember that shit? How about we fucked over the oceans and the planet by putting all these fucking masks in the water and taking these masks and throwing them out the fucking car windows? And how many people were just so fucking jubilated and just took off the motherfucker and threw it? How many people just threw their mask in the air when they said, oh, you don't have to wear a mask? Look at what is caused. They find more masks in the fucking Pacific Ocean than anywhere. It is what a fucking joke, man. We, we do some sacrificial lamb type of shit that we don't really think about. And uh, it's fucking unbelievable to me, man. Unfucking believable to me. Um, crazy to me man uh, i don't know if you know but there's a scam out there not only it's not a scam but i call it a scam because see apple care apple care made more money than apple music they made more money than apple music because they want to fix the shit that they purposely break or that is intended to break so if you have apple care you are attributing to this fucking huge number that they have basically made 8.8 billion dollars off of Apple Care. Let this sink in. Spotify only did eleven point four billion. So Apple Care is almost making as much as fucking Spotify did. By the way, Apple doubled Spotify in total sales, but Apple Care apparently is a big deal. Um, I don't know shit about it. I don't have Apple Care, but uh, it's kind of crazy. I'm gonna break down my top ten comedians real quick before I get to. Uh, we got all the fucking sex bots, dog. What is going on? That's what happens, though, you know, when you fucking, uh, when you have slapdicks. Um, you know, this is the issue. Um, I got to show you guys something. I got a top 10 list of comedians, all right? And I'm going to break my top 10 list down. They're right here. Here's my top 10 list of comedians. So I want you to see them. Um, oops, shit, my bad. Uh, I want to show you my top 10 list. Let me pull up my, uh, oh, shit. Top 10 list of comedians, all right? I'm an old school cat. I'm an old school cat. I loved Richard Pryor. He is my number one all-time, all-time number one um, comedian. Richard Pryor, love him to death. Um, Max Bronson. I got the I got my information from your girl who's on her knees in front of me right now. That's where I got it. Um, 
So you can give me the truth then. Since you know so much, break me down the truth. Send me the truth. Don't you love motherfuckers in the chat who ride your dick and eat donuts all day, who come out and tell you that you're wrong but can never prove to you that they're wrong? Have you? Don't you love those type of motherfuckers? The motherfucker that always wants to come out and tell you that you're wrong but can't prove it. Like, that's what I want to see. Like, where's the proof? Show me the proof that I'm wrong. That is what kills me, dog. These dick riders that have, that just have balls on their jaws. Like, their jaws taste and smell of balls. Because that's what they do. They ride dicks. They're bottom feeders. So when people walk by with balls, they hang low and then they catch it in their jaws. That's what these characters do. They have nothing else to do. They have nothing else to do in life. So that's what they do. They make up this shit and they they make up these fucking lies and want to talk shit. I would let you call in, homie, but you're not a member, Max Bronson. So I'm not going to sacrifice the show for a clown that calls in who's not even a fucking member. So pay $1.99 like the bitch made cat you are. And then you can call in, homie, like the big boys do. But I bet dollars to dimes, and I'm going to sit here right now, and I want to hear your fucking excuse as to why you don't pay the $1.99 so your bitch ass don't call in, homie. That's what I'm sitting here waiting to see. Because I know you won't, because you're a bitch. But anyway, um, that's what we get. That's the type of cats we get, dog. And then, and then we got... Another blot. Jason Brown sucks at coaching. <laughs> this motherfucker really made us a name up for me. In honor of my name, he made a name up. He made a name up for me. Oh, my goodness, dog. You know what? My dick just got a little harder, uh, all you dick riders. I appreciate you guys. Um, where's the guy at? Where's the guy at that was going to call in? Is he, is he becoming a member or not? Um, anyway, top, ty- top 10 comedians. Um, Richard Pryor. Got to go to Richard Pryor. I, I'm old school, so I love Richard Pryor. I love Eddie Murphy. I love Eddie Murphy. I love Richard Pryor. Lavelle Crawford. People are going to say, oh, Coach, he's not better than Bernie Mac, Dave Chappelle, Bill Burr, Eddie Griffith. Lavelle Crawford, to me, is unbelievable. I love the shit out of Lavelle Crawford. That motherfucker is so fucking funny. Just with his voice alone, he is comical. And he is uh, Lavelle Crawford, I think he's from St. Louis. Oh, man, he's fucking comical. I love Lavelle Crawford. Um, Dave Chappelle, obviously, I, I put him in my top five with Bernie Mac, rounding out the top five. I got Bill Burr right on the edge, right ahead of Eddie Griffin. I know Eddie Griffin, actually. I actually know Cedric's Entertainer as well. I've got to meet those guys. I, I've known Eddie for about 25 years. I've known Cedric for the last four years through a couple buddies of mine who will be on the show. George Carlin, I, I believe he has to be in your top ten just for everything that he did um, and uh, everything that he stood for. Um, I just I, I thought, you know, he didn't give a fuck. He's like the Bill Burr of today. Um, he kind of says it all short, fat, skinny, and tall. It doesn't matter. Um, George Carl Carlin and then Red Fox, you know, Red Fox, I would probably put at one. He could easily flip from one to 10. The issue is I was a little bit too young for Red Fox. Red Fox actually taught 
Eddie Murphy and Richard Pryor what they know today. And Red Fox is pretty much known as the GOAT when it comes to comedy, uh, especially in the black comical world. Uh, Red Fox is known as the GOAT. On the white side, you got the Carlins, the Rodney Dangerfields, the fucking... You got all these guys as far as the GOATs, the Sam Kinnison's. Um, you got all these type of different guys. Um, Gallagher, you know, all these different people. Um, but... Ralphie May, I remember Ralphie May's big ass. It was comical. Um, but yeah, Sanford and Son was my show. But you know, the thing is, Red Fox was just too old for me to really enjoy him, so I, ha I had to put him way down the list. Andrew Dice Clay, obviously, he could have easily been in the top ten. Um, yeah, Cat Williams is in that mix, too. So is, you know, I, I got Chris Tucker. I got, I got, uh, I actually like Jamie Foxx. I think Jamie Foxx is much funnier than Kevin Hart and Chris Rock. Uh, so Jamie Foxx would be my more modern day comedian that I would throw in there. But other than that, I got to wait. I got to wait out, wait out a lot of these guys. Um, Robin Harris, man, Robin Harris's son played Juco football for my good friend at West LA community college. Um, so that's my top 10 comedians. Um, I just wanted to throw that out there. Um, lots to discuss. We got a lot to discuss still. I want to get into a few things here. Um, let me pull up my deal. Um, we live in the world, man, where, where cats come in your in your in your deal. They want to fucking talk shit. They want to be fucking cloud chasers. Like I'd be damned if I went on someone else's show just so I could get a, a five minutes of fame and show my ass to get five minutes of fame. That's like what I it, it, it irks me. I, I throw up in my mouth thinking about shit like that. So, like, I'm like, damn, you got to be a bitch-made motherfucker to come into someone's show and just want to really uh, try to fuck with it because you have no other things to do in life. And that shit is what's crazy to me. Um, but this is all about clout and, ch and, 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 and likes. This is what everybody wants nowadays. They want clout. They want likes. Um, they want all this different shit. And... Uh, I don't know if you've seen this, but this motherfucker is really seriously creating videos. He's done something like this for 45 times to get the attention of Snoop Dogg and um, Rogan and all these different people. Take a look at this video. Day 43 trying to get Snoop Dogg with Khalifa and Seth Rogan to notice me. I mean, <laughs> dog, we got some dumb motherfuckers, boy. We got some clowns out here chasing clout. Like, I'll be damned. I'll be damned. If it's, it, I'm, I'm like, damn, dog, that shit to me is unbelievable. I don't get it. I don't understand. That's really what. Mark said it's creepy. <laughs> the motherfucker looked like a dirty, just a motherfucker that's just trying to get some attention, dog. It's got to be something easier, Wido. Got to be able to get some, to get your job. You got to be able to do something else other than that shit. That shit is unbelievable. 
Um, if anybody doesn't know, if you, if you guys know what WPS stands for, does anyone know what WPS stands for? Take a look at this. This is WPS shit right here. Let me show you again. That is what we call white people shit. Okay. We call that white people shit. Only a white motherfucker would do some shit like that. I just got to be honest. Okay. Like, you're dead. If you fuck that up by an inch, you're dead, right? So, it's unbelievable. Um, This video I had to show today because I want to show this video because apparently it came out as if it was a pedophile. Apparently, there was this pedophile that was coming to meet this guy's kid. And the uncle met him and beat the fucking holy shit out of him. Apparently, that people are saying that that's not the case. It's a, it's a Serbian dude who just had a major beef with an employee. But I posted it on Twitter because apparently what I was sent was he was a pedophile and he came and beat the fuck out of this pedophile who was trying to fuck with his 13-year-old. Either way, I want to show you that this is an absolute beatdown and at the end of the show, he actually breaks both of his arms. <laughs> I thought the shit was comical. Um... Supposedly, the guy he's beating, he's not even really hitting him hard. Um, apparently, that guy was meeting him, a 13-year-old. He broke his arm. (laughs) He literally broke both of his arms. Um, I, if that's what it was, then, then, then kudos to him. He should be on my show when I show that, um, you know, when I show that the, the, uh, the castrations on my live streams, um, Hey man, I would have did the same shit. I would have did the same shit, dog. I would have did the same shit. He uh, he broke both his arms on top of it. Um, shit, I thought it was comical, man. I was comical. Oh, I saw that cam. The motherfucker made another account. <laughs> these motherfuckers are comical. Um, if you haven't seen, apparently these robots killed some people. And we're trying to put robots out there in the world. But look, take a look at this shit. At a top robotics company in Japan this week, four robots being developed for military applications killed 29 humans in the lab. And they did it by shooting what he called metal bullets. I didn't know there was any other kind. The scariest part is that lab workers deactivated two of the robots, took apart the third, but the fourth robot began restoring itself and somehow connected to an orbiting satellite to download information about how to rebuild itself even more strongly than before. And this this next sentence, this is a quote. I'm, I'm writing this down. I've been doing this for years. This is serious shit, Linda. 
but you're never going to hear about this. <laughs> oh, man, this is bot central, dog. God damn, homie. Um, how about that shit? How about that shit? We're at the end of the day. The, the bit said, this is serious shit. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, we're back to the same old shit. Um, I got to show you this shit right here, man. We're sh- Now it's in the churches, okay? Now we're in the drag queens or in the churches. Take a look at this. Greta Filter, and she is the queen of New York. Yeah. I don't know what to say no more. I don't know what to say. It is what it is. Church is selling out, selling this shit. Um, we got the churches. We got the we got the fucking churches, and then we got this shit. People who change what people think are artists and drag queens. And let's not forget who threw that first break at Stonewall. Yes. You know that is what led to us passing the Equality Act in the House in this term, marriage equality, it starts with you. I mean, you're patriots. You are. You are. You are patriots. And I'm so proud of you all. I'm so proud to live in this country with you and with your mother and with all of us as family. Thank you, girl. I can't, I don't get it, dog. That shit is real. That's not made up right there. So, you know, where do you get your news? I get it from your mama, motherfucker. That's where I got it. Um, the shit is dumb as fuck that we really buy into this. It's almost as dumb as this fucking guys right here. Like, that's how dumb we are. That is how fucking dumb we are right there. We're walking up the fucking escalator thinking it's moving. You're going against the grain, ladies. Holy fuck, we're dumb. That's who we are. That's we're dumb. That's who we are. Here's my take. I want to break down. Here's a take for you guys real quick. I want you to hear some educated folks talk about the difference between woman and man please pay attention to these african cats okay what if a man decides that his his gender identity is woman a woman has its own duty and a man has its own duty and a lady cannot duty the duty of a man and a man cannot do a duty of a woman can a man become a woman no what about a transgender? No. If you want to become a lady but you're a man, you have something wrong something in your mind. Something wrong? 
something wrong in your family, something wrong in you. What about if someone was non-binary? Come again? Non-binary? You're not a woman, you're not a man. <laughs> yeah, someone's like, someone is, is neither, there's something else, is that? He's saying we have never seen things like those. For a man, he has a penis. For a woman, he has a vagina. So we know this is a lady, this is a man. What if it's a woman with a penis? Both. <laughs> Damn, I think I've been saying the same shit, right? I think I've been saying the same shit, haven't I? Like, he gets it, so why the fuck can't we? Like, that's what I don't get. Holy shit, dog. I... I've never seen no shit like it. I've never seen more of a fucking ignorant fucking world of people that we're in right now. He don't non-binary. He's like, what? <laughs> um, I thought it was a great take by a motherfucker that's straight from 90 Day Fiance and shit. You remember the African on 90 Day Fiance? Uh, Lucy, you remember the African a couple years ago with the big white girl? That's who that motherfucker sounded like. Oh, man, I remember. I missed my commentary on 90 Day Fiance. I need to get back on 90 Day Fiance. Um, if you haven't seen it, this politician's basically hit two people and almost killed them and is yet to be arrested. Pay attention to this lady. Wow. New Jersey Democrat lawmaker. Again... A Wisconsin Democrat lawmaker also hit and killed a motherfucker and has yet to be arrested. This motherfucker's killed two people and put two people in the hospital and has yet to be arrested. She didn't even report. She didn't even report the hit and run. She didn't even report the hit and run. And no, no problem. Nothing's wrong, dog. Nothing is wrong with her at all. She's fine. Don't need to go to jail. Don't need to go to jail. Dog, What people? some people get away with some shit. Some people don't. I'm trying to tell you. Um, I want to show you some unprofessional professionalism. Um, I want to show you the most professional, I'm sorry, the most professional execution Within a profession that I've ever seen in my entire life, I give much kudos and much love. Look how seamless this transition is right here. Two point nine seconds, dog. I'll show you again. Two point nine seconds. It looked like it was utter. It was the cleanest transition of anything I've ever seen. Uh, it's like the most beautiful play executed where the O-line blocks the D-line, the running back picks up the backer, the pass is pristine, the wideout makes a great catch, touchdown. Nobody gets touched. That's what you saw right there in Formula One. Um... I got. I just wanted to show you some funny shit real quick. OSHA. Um, I want you to see this real quick. There's a lot of shit out there that we do not see. And if you didn't know this, 
you would trip out. But we don't see a lot of shit out there. And I want you to see this and be like, damn, there's some crazy shit going on in the world. But I want you to see this, and OSHA apparently approved it. But apparently, you know, I don't know if you heard about the gun deal that just passed the law that we're going to take away AR-15s and all that. I'm not mad about it, right? I'm not the backwoods fuck who really is all out. Oh, man, fuck. I don't really give a fuck either way. But uh, it's crazy how we can control some things and then we allow shit like this to go down, too. Uh, right over a major city. Check this out. This is one of them moments where if OSHA didn't fucking see it, it's not a goddamn violation. Fuck off, OSHA. You're a suggestion. That shit right there just looks like the fucking craziest shit I've ever seen. A full-on crane is in the middle of a fucking bowl that feels like it could collapse at any moment. (laughs) Oh, my fuck. That shit is comical. Um, Ooh, that shit is comical. I don't get it, man. I don't get it. Uh, Here we go again. We got these haters. I love these motherfuckers. How many names you got, G. McMillian? Let me ask you something, dog. Let's be real. Are you a real human or are you a fake human? I got to ask you. And I want to know why you don't like me. I have to know why. And I have a feeling as to why. I think I fucked your girl. I either took your prom queen and fucked her that same night you took her, bought her her dress, paid for her, got all that shit. I think I took your girl, homie. That's what I think. I think I fucked your bitch. What do you say? Do you think I fucked your bitch? Or were you the baby when I was like 25? Were you the baby of the fucking mom that I used to fuck in the ass when she was like 40? I think there was a mama. She was fine. Your mama was fine. She had red hair and fat ass. I think I used to fuck her in the ass, to be honest. I think that is who the mom... Was that your mom, dog? Because I apparently I've pissed you off somewhere, and it's either because I fucked your mom, like Pac said, or I fucked your girl. Or your prom queen that you fell in love with, which was really just a hood rat that all of us were running through. So which one is it? Was it... Your mama, the bitch we ran through that was a was a fucking <laughs> a flipper or which one was it? I got to know, dog. Can you let us know who it is? Cuz I don't even want to block you no more at this point. I just want to know who it is so you can let us all know in the chat, dog. Um cowardly cunt motherfuckers come in here. It's unfucking believable. He said I'm the real deal. <laughs> Oh, my God, dog. That shit is fucking comical. It is comical. Um, Lollapalooza, man. I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to hit your mom, dog. But sometimes it goes down like that. It, you know, it goes down in the DMs or whatever the fuck they say. Um, make sure you head on over to betonline.ag. Plus, head on over to canadipscbd.com. Um, 
Cameron, I'm being dead serious too. It was a fat ass, a, a fine bitch with ass, had red hair, but she had like it was dry, it was uh, dyed hair. She dyed her hair like auburn red. I was like 20 or 25, dog. She was a, a milf. She was a milf. I didn't know what milfs were, dog, back in the day. Shit, that was 25 years ago. You know what I'm saying? The mama got to be what now? Is she? I want to. Shit, I don't know. She might be a little too past my. She might be a little too old now. She'd be over 60. I, I couldn't fuck with that, dog. I'm sorry. I can't go over 60 no matter what age I get. Even when I'm 60, I don't want to talk to a 60-year-old. Even if I'm 60, I don't want to fuck a 60-year-old. That's just what's crazy. Um, life is too short, dog. Life is fast. Life goes by fast. Let me tell you, life goes by very fucking fast. It is a thief in the night. And, uh, whoo, shit, man. Hey, man, any of you guys that aren't members, you guys got to become members, seriously, because I'm end up, this show, as the show gets bigger, I'm going to have to start having members-only chats. Look at this shit. See what I'm saying? So you're going to have to become members so I can block this shit out and we can just be members only. So make sure you guys um, make sure you guys uh, become members. $1.99. You guys spend more than that on a fucking deal. So uh, we're making a move as far as merchandise and apparel. So you guys can still buy it online. CoachJVStore.com But um, we're going to be moving to another deal. So uh Stay tuned for that as uh, we'll be giving you the update. It's going to be the same website and everything. So uh, we got a few new things in the works as far as apparel and stuff. But I do have a shirt that's going to come out, a limited shirt. It's going to say short, fat, skinny, and tall. I fuck them all on the back of that bitch. Uh, we're going to make 100 of those shirts. The first 100 that sell out, that's it. We're not making any more. So if you guys want that shirt, it'll have the Coach JB's logo on the front. It'll have that saying on the back. I just think if you want to fucking piss someone off or offend a motherfucker, go wear that shirt around Walmart. I think Walmart, you might get some pussy. Bitches might flock to you if you wear that shit. You might have a short one, a fat one, a, sm a, a small one, skinny one. You might have all the motherfuckers at Walmart. They might be crackheads or something, but you may have them motherfuckers. You might have short, fat, skinny, and tall sitting right next to you at Walmart. One of them motherfuckers won't have no teeth. One of them motherfuckers might not have no fucking draws on. One of them motherfuckers might smell like Badussy, balls, dick, and pussy. And the other motherfucker just might be 600 pound life. You just can't avoid that motherfucker. She might be next to you and in one of the other lines. But that's what the shirt says. Short, fat, skinny, and tall. I fuck them all. So I'm just telling you, you might as well go get you one, dog. Um... Nah, I think we're going to sell them for 20 25 bucks, a one-time shot. Uh, short, fat, skinny, and tall. I fuck them all. I think it's going to be a comical shirt. I got to get me one, though. I might get one in every color. I might wear the shit out of that shirt. I might wear that shirt to motherfucking events like weddings and shit. I might wear that shirt everywhere I go. I don't know. I might have to get a red one, a black one, a white one, a gray one. Um... Notice I didn't say blue one, Cam. You know, I don't really wear a lot of blue, dog. I get sick when I wear blue, homie. But anyway, um, man, Jeremiah, I got to take out uh, some of that fish. I put it all in the freezer just in case. I put it all in, the, in my deep freezer in the garage. Take some out, man. I'm going to I'm 
I might have to fillet one. I might have to. I might have to make some, man. I've actually fried a salmon once, man. It came out absolutely delicious. A lot of people don't fry salmon or even think about frying salmon. I fucking fried a salmon once. It was unbelievable. Um, but you can do a lot of things with uh, with salmon. So, uh, you know, is what it is. Um, Appreciate everybody coming in today, man. This is a Menace Monday. Zach Smith joined me. We we chopped it up. Good session with the football deal. Um, we got a lot of things going on uh, this week. Talk That Talk Tuesday. Where I'm trying to have a few guests on the show this week. Uh, Marcellus Wiley may pop on later on the week, or he'll be back next week. I'm not sure. Um, but please join us. There's the bitch made cat. He's back. He made a new account. Brock Bronson made a new account. Where'd you go? Max Bronson. <laughs> uh, you like Charles Bronson, motherfucker? Um, anyway, um, I'm in this show a little short today. I got to get this show uploaded. If you guys want to come in on the after hours on the after party, I'll put the link in the chat. I'm going to put this. I'm going to end the audio side. I'm going to go to the after hours and the after party. You guys can call in. Bam. Call in right there. It's in the link. And I will see you guys for Talk That Talk Tuesday tomorrow as this week will be action packed. Stay tuned. I'll see you at 1 o'clock p.m. tomorrow. And, uh... Make sure you head on over to betonline.ag and canadipcbd.com and tell them Coach JB sent you for the promo code. Coach JB gets you 20% off on canadips.com and 50% off on betonline.ag. Head on over to YouTube if you want to hear the after hours and the after party banter. And you can call in members only. Please do. And I'll see you tomorrow. Peace. Yeah.